how disassociated I am with actually what's going on in the world. I see what's happening. I feel nothing. Now, I don't know if anybody else is in that space, but I, it's something that I actually pray about. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, am I just like heartless that I just don't care? Thanks for saying that and not making me feel like the worst person oh, on the could. planet. <laughs> <laughs> we can be, we can be the two worst people on the planet for feeling. Cheers to way. that. <laughs> Cheers. And I think that unfortunately, that is one of the downfalls of what social has done to us because mm-hmm. there is so much that is being thrown at us. It's like the sensitivity radar is thrown offline a little bit. Sometimes I feel detached, but I think that's because like you just said, we are not made to have this much information mm-hmm. thrown at us. And so that's kind of our default as we just go, nope, I can't because I still have to live here. It's This is where I am and this is all I control here. And I go back to the occupying, like occupying until he comes. He doesn't just say like, okay, you see the world crumbling around you. The end is near, throw your hands up and just wait, you know, eat all the breads and snacks and soups. Cause it don't matter. You can get all fat and sassy. You can get all fat and happy. I used to wake up feeling real stressed Now I wake up feeling real blessed I'm in the sunshine and living my best life Therefore a minute I was feeling real rough Until I saw that what I had was enough I didn't know that I could love it this much But I'm Welcome everybody to the Chasing Joy podcast. I am one of your hosts, Megan Sanchez. And I'm Stacey Filipkowski. We are so happy that you're here today. Hey, can I give us a shout out? Because I think this might be like our fourth or fifth episode in a row. (laughs) High five. High five. Go team. Consistency at its best. (laughs) Wow. I'm so proud of us. I did say that. So Stace and I have an ongoing Voxer chat. If you do not use that app, I would highly encourage you to talk to all your friends that way that you cannot reach instantaneously (laughs) because Mm -hmm. we're all busy and making phone calls is can be tricky. But we use this app. It's like a walkie talkie and we message each other all the time. And recently I said that to you and then you reiterated, you were like, Go us. Like, we are so Mm -hmm. proud of the fact that we have been so intentional. And going back to when we were talking about our pillars a few weeks ago and kind of the core of our foundation and what this podcast is all about, we talked about kind of the perspective shift. And I think you even kind of stepped into that more because Mm -hmm. I had shared how really my thought process as we we're jumping back into the podcast more regularly was coming from the point of 
I just want to spend time with my friend and have honest, meaningful conversation. And yeah. I think we've had some really good conversations in the last handful of weeks. Yeah. I mean, I feel really good about the direction that it's going and we've had some amazing guests and we have more coming up. And I just think that testimonies reach so many people because I think no matter what, somebody is always going to be able to see themselves in that person. Or mm -hmm. like for me, like with Michelle, like Stacy, mm -hmm. your problems really aren't that big. Like get your crap together and stop being such big baby smack upside the head. That's what Holy <laughs> Spirit do in frying pan. So um, <laughs> yes, I said it. I did it. This is okay. Let me say something. I feel like Sveti has been bursting at seam for like weeks because we have had people on and I've had to keep her down. <laughs> Don't come out. You had to suppress the Sveti. <laughs> And I know all of our listeners are like, we miss that Sveti and Masha. Where are they? Well, like, oh, don't want goodness. people to think we, we are crazy because we are. <laughs> but you know oh, what? Goodness. Jesus loves us anyway. <laughs> oh, yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, okay. So today's episode is going to look a little bit different. Uh, we have been really excited, like Stace mentioned, about setting up these wonderful conversations and testimonies with um, all of our guest speakers. And we have several more that are going to be joining us in the near future. And we were trying to coordinate something for today. And so we've decided that we are going to fly by the seat of our pants and have a discussion. Um, and we're this is going to be an interesting one because we're probably going to jump around a little bit. Um, I was just pulling up some scripture, but I would read it and we can discuss it um, because it is very relevant to what is happening in October of 2023. So Joel 2, verse 1 says, blow a trumpet in Zion, sound an alarm, on my holy mountain, let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. It is near a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like blackness. There is spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful people. Their like has never been before, nor will be again after them through all the years of the generations. I'm going to stop right there because Boy, that is real uplifting. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but there's hope. Right? Okay. Yes, there is. But as I, when I first read that and it said like, sound the alarm and the day of the Lord is coming, it is near. And mm -hmm. I think that, so much of our conversation, I just look back to how when Chasing Joy podcast was the Infinite Tabs podcast and where this started mm -hmm. and how one of the words that we kept using was urgency right. from the very beginning. We, we felt like the Lord impressed upon us to get out there and to talk about 
him, his promises, mm-hmm. who who he is, what our responsibility is as a believer in Christ. And when I read that, I thought, okay, well, there's a whole lot happening in the world. And I mean, this this podcast could essentially turn into a dumpster fire, but I don't think it has to. <laughs> I think that like there is so much hope in the fact that we can see this stuff is happening. Prophecy is being fulfilled. And yes, there can be fear that can creep in, but that's when you you say no Satan, I don't have time for you. Mm-hmm. You go pound salt. Yeah. So <clears throat> well, I think um, you know, I was actually just talking about this uh today on live on Instagram about oh. how the Lord, you know, Jesus' exact words when he's he's telling them, you know, he's telling the disciples like what it's going to be like because they ask, you know, what's it going to be like um, near the end? And he's telling them all these calamities and all these things that are going to happen. And, I, you know, it's something that we always forget. And I know I've mentioned it, but I think it's always worth a good reminder that he mm-hmm. continuously says, see to it that you are not troubled because all these Mm. things must take place. They have to happen. And so I think about that. And I was thinking about that in regards to even what we were talking about last week with Liz and how I was feeling anxious about the draft. And then just being reminded that like our kids are born into this time for a reason. Mm -hmm. We are their parents for a reason. And many of our generation have always felt that we would be around for, for this time. So, you know, I have to keep relying on that because we see these things. And what's so interesting is I go back to 10 years ago when I first started, you know, preaching like Jesus is coming. I mean, at that moment, I thought he could come through the clouds at any time. And I look at all of the things that have transpired between then and now. And I'm like, if you would have told me then where we would be now, I would not have been able to comprehend it. And that was just 10 years ago. What do you Mm -hmm. mean people don't know what their gender is? What do you mean people (laughs) want to be kitty cats and kitty cat meow, 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 meow. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) What, what's happening? And so, you know, I just, I look at this and I go, so there's this portion of me that I can feel how um, disassociated I am with actually what's going on in the world. I see what's happening. I feel nothing. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else is in that space, but I it's something that I actually pray about. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, am I just like heartless that I just don't care? Or I just literally am so detached from like, it, it's happening. We know it is. What can I do it's, about it? Okay, so I, thanks for saying that and not making me feel like the worst person oh, on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> we can be we can be the two worst people on the planet for feeling. Cheers this to way. that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so, I think we have talked about this a number of times with. The day and age that we're in with technology, with social media, and all of the access to the unlimited stuff that's out there, 
it's very easy to allow uh, your filter to get clogged. And I think about, you see these things that are taking place and um, about once a month, I'm really emotional and we all know what that means. <laughs> Stacy hears about it every time. <laughs> Here, I thought I was done having my monthly issues, you know, like eight years ago when I had my hysterectomy. But thanks to Megan, I am reliving it all. (laughs) She gets to be back in it every month. This happens. And I feel all the things get compounded and multiplied. And so I will watch the videos and then I am just like ripped to pieces and feeling feeling all of the things. And I will say in that regard, when that happens, that it is almost a a blessing and reassuring that like I am um, emotionally still connected Mm. uh, to what is taking place in the world. But for the majority of the time when I am searching things i i lose my sensitivity and i don't like that Mm -hmm. because i think that the lord's heart breaks always and for for everything that we experience and so i know stace you were saying how like you had been sort of struggling with where we're at in the world and with the draft and all of that and when you allow yourself to kind of sit in that space and you're thinking, okay, I don't want to be, you know, dwelling on this, but at the same time, what is this problem compared to like you were comparing it to Michelle's loss, but at the same time, the Lord wants to hear it. He wants us to talk about all of the stuff that we're feeling. And so it's hard to understand, to relate to what is taking place outside of our little bubble or our world or like where we live because if you're not in it every single day it's hard to have like an extreme sensitivity to it and i think that unfortunately that is one of the downfalls of what social has done to us because Mm -hmm. there is so much that is being thrown at us it's like the sensitivity radar is thrown offline a little bit yeah which is sad and I too think like if you think back to <clears throat> I don't know, the last war, I mean, even a desert storm, right? Like we we didn't have the social media that we have now and we knew it was going on, um, but we weren't inundated with, I mean, obviously the news was covering it, but we were not in, inundated every single time we picked up our phone or did things like that. And so- I have to remember, like, sometimes I feel detached, but I think that's because, like you just said, we are not made to have this much information Mm -hmm. thrown at us. And so that's kind of our default as we just go, nope, I can't because I still have to live here and everything in my world right now. Well, it's not okay, but it's still, you know, (laughs) it's this is where I am and this is all I control here. And I go back to the occupying 
you know, we've talked about that before too, like occupying until he comes. He doesn't just say like, okay, you see the world crumbling around you. The end is near, throw your hands up and just wait, you know, eat all the breads and snacks and soups. Cause it don't matter. You can get all fat and sassy. You can get all fat and happy. <laughs> happy and have whatever she says. I always say sassy. I don't know why. And I think there's just so much going on in all of our heads and, I just want to choose to chase joy during this time because I don't know what else to Mm do. And I think as we talked about before, like, I think there's this misconception that, you know, maybe people hear like, oh, uh, chasing joy podcast. How can they chase joy in a moment like this? You know, I've seen some crazy comments on people's pages and you know tiktoks and and instagrams where they're you know doing a happy dance and people are in there how can you be dancing when all this is going on Mm -hmm. dude every single day something horrific is happening to somebody Mm -hmm. in somewhere we can't Mm -hmm. live like that and if we keep getting and going down that path we're all going to be mentally not going to use the world we're all going to be mentally broken We just can't, we can't, we have to stay here and we have to talk and follow and chase joy as much as we can, because Jesus said, see to it that you're not troubled. Well, okay. I want to piggyback on that. So it earlier, I was reading revelation four 11 and it says, worthy are you, our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will, they existed and were created. So if we, if, if God created us, everything that we do, which we've said this a hundred times on this podcast, that we are supposed to live a life that glorifies God. So if we are sitting in a state of constant trouble and worry and fear And even, even if like we are going back to his word and we're reading it, but yet everything that we do exhibits the antithesis of what the word is saying, do not fear, have hope, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like experience joy in the Lord. If we aren't listening and honoring and obeying his word. And so that means we're not living a life that is glorifying unto the Lord. So we are not fulfilling our calling. And so sitting in that state of, sadness and depression and looking at all of the horrific things that are taking place we're failing Mm -hmm. we would be failing so i just wanted to reiterate something that you said stacy when you were talking about this and then season had mentioned it again Mm -hmm. how when daniel was in the lion's den the lord didn't spare him from that right like he he was in there with him. He climbed in with him. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in flames, mm-hmm. like there was somebody else that was in there with them. Jesus met them where they were at. And so it's our responsibility as we continue to exist yeah. this side of heaven, we have to find a way to exist in our world to glorify God so that mm-hmm. we can spread the good news because there is good news. There is hope amidst all of the war that is taking place amidst all of the fires, all the chaos, all the confusion, the confusion alone with you're seeing this generation that's turning into is such a high percentage. Like who knew that kids were not going to be able to tell you what gender they were like, this is just, it's asinine. Yeah. 
so when we think about um, what you're saying, it, it just means again, like the Lord isn't going to necessarily spare us from the things that we have mm -hmm. to see. Um, but he's certainly going to be here with us. Um, and so I think we just need to lean into that and remember. And I think that's why he just reiterated that all the time. I mean, I think about Jesus, you know, sleeping during the storm and the disciples are like, dude, hello. Wake up. <laughs> and I mean, and he was literally physically, physically right there. And was ignoring it. I would love to have been a fly on the wall. Like, how did he wake up? Was he jolted up or was he just kind of like, oh, oh, I see a storm around us. That's cool. You guys doing all right? Like, chilling, hanging out. He's saying, Has anybody got the coffee? You guys are waking me up. Like, somebody want to tell me right. something going on that I need and to then, know about, or can I still go back to sleep? <laughs> What did he make after during the storm? And then and then he went a step further and he went into the water and then into the water made Peter. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Made him come out and test it even more. Yeah, like you're in a storm. This totally sucks. I'm going to I need you to come a little deeper. A little little more little more. We're not quite to the terror level that I need you to be well, <laughs> Isn't that the analogy right there where like he's saying like we're in the storm and I'm going to you might have to go deep into the storm before there is any kind of calm or relief. And how much of the time when we are in the storm is the the prayer is, Lord, make the storm stop. I don't know about you. I don't pray. Oh, Lord, this is such a great teaching lesson. I'm so glad. <laughs> Experiencing. Please let me stay in here longer so that I can like, learn more. I just really, really like it when I have no money and all these bills to pay and my house is held together by duct tape. This is fun, Lord. I'm not stressed at all. And instead of, you know, my prayer so much of the time is like, okay, Lord, how are you providing for my stuff, my issues? And he's over here like, well, we're just going to sit in this for a while longer. You have some things to learn, Megan. And I said this to you the other day. And then I think I recalled it. So you didn't even hear it. So mm -hmm. on our Voxer chat, I was talking about how I went on this 12-minute like Rant. speech to you. <laughs> yep. And then I deleted it. I'm like, nope, I'm sparing her from it. So in that, I was talking about, you know, just the struggles of life. And actually, one of the things that I said in the rant, there, there was a, a silver lining in there. And it kind of brought me back. But I made the point of talking about how I felt convicted because so much of the time, the default of when I am feeling uh, stressed, specifically when you're trying to figure out how are we providing for our family and all of the things that we need to, to have happen in, in our home, for our home, for our family. It is me and Drew. How do we fix this? And mm. instead of going straight to the Lord with it, 
with my spouse, like saying, hey, babe, we need to like take this before the Lord. I was feeling really like, oh, my like immediate response is how can Mm. I, how can I make more money? What can I stop spending? Like uh, all the things where the Lord is like, hello, Mm -hmm. you going to talk to me anytime soon? No. Well, you're going to sit in that for just a little bit longer. So much like a parent. (laughs) I mean, really think about it. That's exactly what we would do to our children. Like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You're just fine. You're in it. You're going to learn this lesson. So hope you're in for the ride. Buckle up, sweetheart. (laughs) I was just going to say as the whiny child, we're over here going, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't like this. Right. (laughs) Lord, fix it. Make it better. And he's like, well, I'm going to let you figure figure some things out and you need to keep talking to me about it. I'm not going to leave you, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we have to like sit in the storm. Yeah. And I brought this up with about the puzzle piece and, you know, picking Mm -hmm. the puzzle with all the pieces. And she, I actually went back. This was Joyce Myers. She does an, an amazing analogy. She actually elaborated on it in her next message that I was listening to. Oh, cool. And she was saying like the bigger the ask, the bigger the puzzle piece, but also, so if you pick a puzzle piece, let's, let's say it's like the ocean and, you know, like a beach scene or something, she's like, Mm -hmm. not only is it, you know, 10,000 pieces, but 8,000 of those pieces are blue, (laughs) are blue. She's like, so what happens when you're putting this puzzle piece together is you're like, I am so sick of looking at blue. When can I move on? You know, she goes, first, you start with the easy stuff, right? Like you do the edges first. That's the easy stuff. Mm -hmm. So in life, like if you're asking for big things and you say, okay, I want this Lord. And he says, okay. And you start with the little easy things and it starts getting harder and harder and harder. And then sometimes, and this happens to all of us, you're searching for that one damn puzzle piece for a month. (laughs) She goes, and then sometimes you're forcing this is going to fit in here, whether I want it to, it's going to, yep, that's it. Doesn't look right, but I'm staying there. So it's just like, oh, when we're in it, when we're in the sea, it does look a little bit gloom and forever. And like, oh my gosh, we've just been here forever. But in order for him ever do really big things in our lives, we had to sit in it. And that includes yeah. the storm sometimes. Okay. So let's go back to the very beginning of the podcast when we're talking about, I was reading in Joel, right? So some of that in there sounded scary. Okay. Yes, I know. (laughs) Blow the trumpet. Like there's, you know, be, be a little bit worried, tremble (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the day of the Lord is coming. It is near. Okay. So that's like the good news in there, even though it's telling you that if you don't know the Lord, like you should be getting a little bit shaky in your boots And so we would urge you to try to figure out like where you're at in your faith right now. And I know that I have had a number of really good and interesting conversations in the last, I don't know, specifically in the last month, one of which is with one of my longest friends and he was sharing about his, his faith and like where he's at. And he's like, I want to own my faith. And like, we're pushing 40, like he and I, and 
we're sitting in this place where like we have known the truth since we were children and it is very different to know the truth and, and then to accept it and to live it out mm -hmm. and he's like i want to live this out in such a way for my children for like the future generation so that they can see that their dad knows the lord and loves the lord and so we're talking about how that time is coming you might be in the depths of despair you might be like we were talking about in the storm and so you're out and you're struggling and the lord is saying no you have to experience this so then let's go back to in revelation when it's saying that worthy are you our lord and god to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they existed and were created if we are his creation and we are not living a life that is glorifying to him and we're sitting in the storm and we're not praising him we're not seeking him we're not worshiping him and we're just wishing away all of the things and we're sitting down here in this pit in this hole and we're looking at the dumpster fires all around us and we choose to just immerse ourselves in social media and consumerism and all of the junk that is taking place we are once again failing that's not how we are supposed to live so continuing to pursue the lord actively getting into his word try to find people that are i mean like just having good conversation with someone that's so much more than just fluff but mm -hmm. like that's what like how we made this perspective shift on the podcast was I said to you, I want to spend time with my friend and I want to have meaningful conversation. And I feel like that is what we have been doing. So I leave the podcast feeling encouraged. I leave the podcast thanking the Lord, saying, Lord, thank you for my friend. Thank you for the conversations that she and I are having and that we're having with our guests that are coming yeah. on and have so much like life experience that they can share with us mm -hmm. to point us to Jesus. Cause that's what we need because you know what? The wars are going to continue. People are going to continue to be confused with what gender they are. All of that is going to keep going on, but mm -hmm. there is one thing that remains <clears throat> faithful and steadfast. And that is Jesus. Amen. Well, on that note, I want to read you something before or upon our exit here. So I'm just going to read this. <clears throat> In the heart of the storm, God is working diligently, crafting us into the beings we were meant to be. It may feel relentless and challenging, but remember the most powerful lessons often come from the most tumultuous times. As we find ourselves amidst the complexities and uncertainties of these end, of these end times, it's vital to recognize that this chaos is not without purpose. God uses these moments to strip away our layers, revealing our true selves, teaching us patience, resilience, and unwavering faith. And just as a diamond forms under pressure, so do we in our spiritual journey. These storms are a divine intervention, a call to turn our eyes towards God and find solace in His embrace. And in these moments of turmoil, our faith is tested, but it is also fortified. We learn to stand firm, grounded in His word, unwavering in our belief. So let us not fear the storm, but embrace it as a means of divine transformation. God is with us in the eye of the hurricane, guiding, teaching, and preparing us for what lies ahead. Trust in his process, lean into the wind, and let the storm shape you into the masterpiece you were meant to become. Wow.
Wow. That was awesome. Yeah. And well, I think I'll that that's what. the wrap up. <laughs> that's the bow. <laughs> but one more thing Masha has oh, yes, to say. Please. Well, we know about the boats and storms, so we should probably <laughs> weigh in on this. <laughs> We went through many we, storm on the boat to get many here. Many storm. Oh, there was such tumultuous terrain and rivers and oceans and all of the things you can possibly imagine. I have to say, you talk about diamond under pressure. No one liked to be under pressure. These very nice Russians over here getting squished in the pressure, not fun. Yeah. But... But you have something that you can say. Oh, what me. You say at the end I of episode. say, yes, end what of I episode. say is all oh, remember, friends, <laughs> through the good, the bad, and the dumpster fires. The, we can still choose joy. Oh. That's what we can do. Look at that. And don't. Steam. You are welcome for that, friend. Isn't that good? <laughs> <laughs> I probably cut out the cold like Thanks again for joining us. If this episode resonated with you or if you think it could make a difference in someone else's life, we want to encourage you to share it with a friend, a family member, or a colleague. You never know whose life you might touch just by passing this message along. And if you enjoyed our time together today, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast, give us a like, and leave a review. Your support means the world to us, and it helps other amazing listeners just like you find our show. And don't forget to follow us on YouTube at Rooted Number 4 Jesus, Rooted for Jesus, for all the latest updates. You can also join our private Facebook group, Chasing Joy. And lastly, if you have any thoughts, questions, or stories you'd like to share with us, please do not hesitate to reach out. We absolutely love hearing from you, and we are always here to connect. Thank you once again for joining us today on the Chasing Joy podcast. And remember, you have the power to create change, make an impact, and live a life filled with joy and purpose. Until next time, stay inspired and keep chasing after joy.